4: 77 WABC.
5: And good morning, good morning, good Friday morning. Here's to wishing you in advance to have a great weekend. Dominic Carter here with you, Talk Radio 77 WABC. I had a great time filling in with John Catzimatidis, Margo Catzimatidis, and our company president, Chad Lopez. Just about, uh, let's see here, about 15 hours ago, the morning show, wonderful conversation we also had live with America's Mayor Rudy Giuliani. Folks, we have got to start caring for each other. This is not the subject per se of the show this morning, but it really disturbs me what happened out of uh, San Francisco, and that is the tragic video showing a human being dying the cash app founder bob lee he was ignored by bystanders i understand people don't want to get involved we're all afraid but but something has to give he was ignored by bystanders as he begged for help begged for help after being stabbed in san francisco early tuesday The 43-year-old, based on the video, walked up to a parked car. The vehicle had its hazard flashers on, and he tried to get help, according to the uh, surveillance footage. And the footage shows Lee lifted his shirt to actually show the driver his two stab wounds but collapsed to the ground as the driver, the car, I should say, rather, drove off. Lee was uh, forced to call 911 himself and pleaded for help, yelling to dispatchers that he had been stabbed and needed to go to the hospital. Police arrived less than six minutes later and found him unconscious with two stab wounds to the chest And we know how this story ended. We have got to do better as a society in terms of looking out for each other. We, the American people, have a right to know what's going on as it relates to the Trump indictment, arraignment. And House Judiciary Committee Chairman Jim Jordan has subpoenaed the attorney, Mark Pomerantz, who wrote the book calling for former President Donald Trump to be prosecuted after working under Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg. So in other words, Pomerantz has some insider information that could prove to be critical in this case. The subpoena compels Pomerantz to testify after Trump... Uh, was arraigned Tuesday on 34 felony counts, as we all know now, of falsifying business records. It's unclear if Pomerantz, uh, who resigned from the uh, DA's office last year after Bragg's initial decision not to prosecute Trump for possible financial crimes. So the question becomes, what happened between then and now? Why the change of heart now? So the question becomes: Will the uh, will the lawyer challenge the subpoena, which cites his public remarks as evidence of bias? We are going to be taking your telephone calls on this Friday morning. 848 A B C. Eight hundred eight four eight nine two two two. This, as Stormy Daniels, says. She's getting suicide bomber-style death threats since Trump was hit with criminal charges. And in a sit-down interview that aired Thursday, the adult actress, I guess that's the uh, clean version of what we uh, can call her, uh, told Talk TV's uh, Pierce Morgan uncensored the threats against her have increased and became more terrifying as of late. And so the interview, again, it aired Thursday, and she says that the people that are threatening her life, that they genuinely feel that they're doing something right, that they are the patriots, referring to diehard Trump supporters uh, attacking her. She says they're doing it like a suicide Bomber, and she says the people that are threatening her, her words, are actually using their real telephone numbers, and actual email addresses, and their actual Twitter accounts. Now, she also claims that her life has changed drastically, and that she can't even go to the ladies' room um, and uh, and urinate unless she goes to the bathroom with two big armed bodyguards, uh, she says, watching her quote-unquote pee for two years. Now, on this one, this one switching gears, and I'm going to start with your telephone calls in just one second. She's a bit unorthodox, but I do have to admit, there is something that I like about the style of Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene. She tells you like it is, the way that she sees things, whatever's on her mind. But this time, we all know what the city of New York is like. We live here, we know. But that's for us to say. And this time, she's gone a bit too far, describing New York City as disgusting, disgusting, filthy, repulsive. The Georgia Republican calls New York City a terrible place after her visit to support Mr. Trump at his court appearance. And I want you to listen again to what the Georgia Republican, what she told Fox News.
4: Really quick, since you were just there, but Mayor Adams described New York as, quote, his home. How did his home look? Pretty neat and tidy?
3: No, his home is disgusting. I compared it to what I called Gotham City. The streets are filthy. They're covered with people um, basically dying on drugs. They can't even stand up. They're falling over. There's so much crime in the city. I can't. I can't comprehend how people live there. Um, it was repulsive. It smells bad, and I just. I think it's a terrible place.
5: Interesting, and um, a, a, another topic we're going to deal with this morning. And and I'm trying to be careful, folks, because I don't want to do anything that's going to lead to bias against further bias against anyone. And I'm referring to the transgender issue. If you haven't had a chance, go to wabcradio.com and click on the podcast, Dominic Carter City Hall. This week, I'm dealing with the issue of transgenders. And so, the other day. I happened to be watching uh, television, and Drew Barrymore got down on the floor, and she's the host of the show, and she got on her knees in front of a woman that, that it, it was obvious that she was transgender. But I did not know that the woman Drew Barrymore was standing in front of is a uh, Dylan Mulvaney, and she has become a darling of brands. The latest uh, indication of this is Nike, right? A company that once celebrated athletic merit, they have basically anointed her, this uh, TikTok influencer, as a brand representative. And you may have seen the uh, newspaper articles in which she says, alert the media, I'm entering my workout era, right, showing off her Nike sports bra, her Nike sports bra. And already Bud Light is in trouble for dealing with this uh, influencer, looking at boycotts and I, I I don't know, folks. Again, I I don't want to. I don't want to discriminate against anyone. I really don't, and I don't want to lead to further violence against transgen transgender people. I am just trying to figure out what what is going on in society, and so maybe maybe you folks can help me. We're going to open the phone calls right now. 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. Ed in St. James, good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC.
1: Hi, Dominic. Uh, Just to switch gears a little bit, I want to talk about the Hippocratic Oath. Uh, A a dear loved one of mine uh, and I were traveling in a car, and it it actually states he's he's a physician that you have to assist somebody and this is related in relation to San Francisco stabbing if you see something you have to do something and that's what you swear in when you get into that profession and um he said we got to turn around and i said i knew it automatically he said to me the hippocratic oath it it turned out the guy was looking at his car he wasn't really in trouble he was down on his knees and but people need to be more concerned about people you know it's really you hard know,
5: it, right now. It, it it is hard because I'm I'm really trying to figure out Ed. I, I mean I I know that it, you know people don't want to get involved. We're we're all afraid and so on. But something like this, a man has been stabbed twice in his chest. I know I know that they probably didn't know who he was um, at the time. But at, at some point at some point we've got to care further for each other. And I I, I don't know how to start fixing this. But it, it just seems to me that things have to change, Ed. Yeah. Thank, thank you for taking my call. All I want to
1: let's say, Dominic, the last thing, I think uh, people are afraid to be sued for being, you know, getting involved and such. And uh, same with Fair the um, point. physicians today.
5: Thank you, sir. Thank you. Thank you. And you have a uh, great day. So I see here on my board, it says Georgia and New Jersey, that um, I'm going to go to him in a minute. It says here on my screen, at least, that Trump is never held accountable. I'll get to that in just a second. But let's go to William in Asbury Park. Good morning, William. What's on your mind?
6: Good morning. So you take um, kids in school that might be a little bit on the autism Asperger spectrum. You take those kids and you start pushing this transgender stuff. By the time they're 16, they're on a road to where they're going to be sterilized by the time they're, you know, 17 or 18. Now, I seem to remember a government that was sterilizing mentally, you know, not top tier folks. It was uh, okay, back but wait, in the wait, wait, 30s. wait, wait,
5: wait, William, William, I, I don't understand how you define sterilize in this case. Are, are you? I, I'm, I'm not following well, exactly. Well, what you, you're
6: saying. well, when you chop them up, you know. I, I don't want to get graphic, man. Oh, okay, okay, that's what you agenda. mean. Okay, okay, when you change the so, gender, okay. Now I yeah, get it. The, there was a government that was doing that to mention, you know, people that weren't at the top of the, you know. The bottom, the the bottom of the uh, they they say mentally handicapped. I don't believe they are, but they were taking them and they were sterilizing back in the 30s. I think he was run by a dude named Adolf. And if you read uh, an article by the Tavistock Institute, article on transhumanism, you'll learn what transgenderism is really about and why they're pushing it on society. This is a eugenic sterilization campaign, and the people running it need to be put on uh, charges of crimes against humanity, and like like we did to the, uh, the Nuremberg during the Nazi, you know, well, after I, the war. I, I,
5: I, I hear you, William. I, I, I don't know if I would go that far. But what but what I would say is that I I just, you know, I guess I guess if I were transgender, I would say it was a good thing that my community is going mainstream. There's no doubt about it. Whether we want it to or not, it's mainstream. But the question becomes and thank you for the call, William. The question becomes, what about the rest of us? And it, you know the, the, these issues are just moving very fast, and you know you're paying a TikTok influencer to push your product, and Nike, and Bud Light, and 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 the, the transgender person is working out in a Nike sports bra, and it's just—if I can be blunt and honest—it's too much. Let's go to George in New Jersey. Good morning, George. What's on your mind?
7: Good morning, Dominic. A long-time fan. And especially Thank for you. somebody, especially for somebody who tells a very uh, uh, silent majority what's going on in this country, I think that in order to make it more level playing field, what if they made Donald Trump the Speaker of the House?
5: Uh, I, that, that's not going to happen. I, I mean, I, I don't like to engage in things that are not possible. I mean, I guess it's conceivable, but. But but that's not going to happen that that you you see that as a possibility
7: well um, the way things are proceeding unfairly for us the silent majority to put an end to some of this nonsense that's going on even to make it a a point of uh having somebody have a fair opportunity to defend himself without prolonging this mess and getting back to all of us Americans being Americans instead of trying to Make this country divided. I think it might help.
5: And and what about Speaker McCarthy? What what's going to happen to him
7: then? Well, Speaker McCarthy could step aside until this situation calmed down a little bit. We need right. No, that, country. hey George,
5: that that's not that's not modern day politics. That's not going to happen, my friend. But but I hear you on on the fair treatment and and the unfair treatment of how uh, Mr. Trump is being treated. You do have a point there. George, I thank you for the call, and I hope that you have a beautiful weekend. Marianne in Queens, good morning, Marianne. What's on your mind?
8: Good morning, Dominic. I'm so happy to speak with you tonight because uh, the fact of the problems that we have with garbage and everything in New York, I agree with Congressman Green. She's right. And she didn't go to Upper East Side, Washington Heights, South Bronx, or Harlem, where the rats are bigger than rabbits coming out of buildings and, and garbage cans and whatever. We need to have someone from Congress to see what's going on here and see if they can do something about it. So I applaud what she's doing. But
5: but Marianne, um, but but you but you know what really was going on? It was tit for tat. She was pissed off that Mayor Adams had told her, had singled her out, and told her to be on her best behavior. So her comment was a way it was digging at him. That's really what was going on.
8: Well, yes, I agree with you, but we are picking on him too because he's not doing his job. So she's not the only one. Why we have to single her out? He's telling the truth.
5: Well, I, I I hear you, and and you know, again, again, Mary Ann, I I think that um, if a New Yorker says those things, we we may we may all say bravo. But if someone from outside of New York, a, a Georgia representative <laughs> says that, it's kind it kind of raises eyebrows. Well,
8: probably that will have the Congress and the Senate doing something for us. I don't care who's saying but she's telling the truth. Somebody has to do it. I don't care. Adams has not been effective on doing what he promised he was going to do. We have the crime. We have every single thing that she says happening here. Why we have to then go after her when she might be the person that will really be ended up helping us the most? Maybe now Alice will put more attention to what's going on here. So I applaud it, and I agree with her, or anyone coming from wherever they come to tell the truth about what we are happening, what we are enduring here in New York. We got to stop.
5: Marianne, I I thank you for the call, and I want you to have a wonderful morning. Thank you. I want to go to Will on Long Island. Good morning, Will. What's on your mind?
0: Hey, Dominic, you know, it's a really great strategy. Dudes that wear dresses drink Bud Light. You know, this is going to be another one of those go broke, you know, go woke, go broke campaigns. I cannot see how beer-drinking guys are going to want to go line up to drink beers, which Bud Light is already like, you know, a a weak beer. And now Anheuser-Busch has put themselves in a position where they're making us feel like, listen, bottom line is simple for most of us guys, okay? Women do not have testicles. Stop teaching this to our children. Stop teach or emasculating us and trying to, you know, make men uh, less male. The whole idea of toxically masculine, this whole idea of these guys that you call toxically masculine that go down in your sewers, that fix your homes, that drive your food to the places where you pick it up to eat, the people that police your streets. The people that put out your fires and for you to have the audacity to call them toxically masculine and try to feminize us. Gentlemen, don't be ashamed of your masculinity masculinity. Don't allow this to pervade our society. It is subversive and despicable behavior, and there's absolutely no reason for us to be ashamed of our masculinity and teach our boys that this is okay, because it's not. Okay.
5: Okay? Hey, Will, 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 I I hear you. I want you to hold on. I'm going to bring David and the Bronx into the conversation, I want you guys to chat with each other uh, for a second. David, you just heard, I, I hope you heard what Will had to say. What's your reaction?
4: Yeah, unfortunately, I did. Um, I really don't have much reaction to him. I, uh, I was going to say I understand where he's coming from, but I really don't. How does this affect him? He's talking about toxic masculinity. We weren't talking about that. That's got nothing to do with the issue at hand. Most of these people, transgender that we're talking about, and I'll be honest with you, I don't even know if I know anyone personally who's transgender. I can't think of anybody. But I'll say this. Most people just want to be left alone to lead their lives. I would dare say the majority of transgender people have no interest in corrupting his so-called masculinity or whatever he's got. You know, they like to talk about people's privates and, and their junk. I doubt they have any interest in his junk or whether he's got any or not. I sure don't. So I think you should just leave people alone, let them lead their lives. If a company wants to help, to uh, use people as role models that they're willing to take that chance, that's on them. If you don't want to buy their product, that's fine. Don't machine gun their product like a certain uh, singer did or, or or tell people not to drink a certain beer. That's on – that's your business. You can do whatever
5: you want. This is America, last time I checked. Okay, so, David, hold on for a second. Will, you just heard what David had to say. Yeah, Yeah, well, I can tell
0: by David's voice. Okay that he's the exact type of male that we don't need telling other males how to feel, okay thank God guys like him didn't have to fight Hitler okay thank God guys like him won't have to line up and fight Russia and China when they're looking to take over our country okay and don't tell me that we can't cancel culture them, but they're allowed to cancel culture us okay and don't tell me that we can't be upset because of the softening of masculinity in our society and don't tell me that they're not interested in or anything like that when you watch gay pride parades with men in thongs half naked in front of children or completely naked in front of children. So, David, you're living in an alternative reality, okay? And it's okay for them to cancel culture us, but if we machine gun product because it steps on everything that we believe in, that's a big problem for you, right, David? David's the exact type of beta male that we don't need telling us how to be.
5: David, final word. All right, yeah. Because first of all, now attacking me because
4: of my voice. Let me tell you something, pal. I've been blind for nine freaking years. I lived in a New York City homeless shelter for three years with all kinds of people directly out of prison, threatening to beat the living crap out of me for no reason, and I survived. Not by cowering in some corner, but by facing them man to man. So don't you dare! suggest that I'm not capable of as much as you are, pal, because you're a coward. You sit behind your phone, and you threaten people that probably aren't even capable of defending themselves, and you act like a tough guy. I can listen to somebody like you who's ignorant. You're not worthy of me even addressing. But I'll address the topic in general because other people deserve respect. You can stay in your dark corner and say your hateful things. You attack gay people. You attack trans. You're a bigot. You're not worthy of conversation, Will. So you can crawl back into your hole and shut the hell up because I'm tired of dealing with people like you. Thank you.
5: Okay, David, that that was your final word. Will, your final say here before I move on to some other callers.
0: You know what? One of my best friends was a transgender female, and he's dead now. You know why? Because people like you co-sign their mental illness and tell them they're a hero and they're brave, and then they wind up committing suicide or overdosing. 40% of transgenders have suicide attempts or suicides. Do you realize that? You're not helping anyone, David, okay? And I'm not making fun of you because of your voice. I'm making fun of you because of your overall demeanor and your lack of manhood, and we're done with it. We're sick of it. We don't Need it anymore. You attack guys like Trump because they're strong. You should be thanking God that there are guys out there like him. People like you want to defund the police? Pa. You're dependent upon them for your very survival. Because if it was Mad Max and the Thunderdome out there, guys like me would have everything that you own. And you're lucky that they defend you from guys like us. They're not protecting me from guys like you, they're protecting you from guys like me. Get lost, David. We're done with you. It's time for the beta male to go away and the alpha to come back.
5: Okay, well, we'll catch your breath and um, and uh, uh, calm down. And I, I thank you and David for uh, joining me this morning for a very spirited conversation on this issue. We are taking your telephone calls. I'm about to take a break. 800 uh, 848 WABC, a number of topics on this Friday morning. 800 848 9222. We're going to take a break. When we come back, more of your telephone calls coming up at 45 minutes past the hour, the Chronicles of Dominic Carter. And at 1 a.m., not Frank Morano this morning, but the great Curtis Lewa. Curtis Lewa uh, will be uh, filling in on the other side of midnight, and uh, that's at 1 a.m. And I see on my uh, board here Francine from uh, Brooklyn, who I spoke to about a week and a half ago. Francine told me and those of you that remember her call, she's part of the actual uh, podcast that I have up, that she's been a transgender female for the last 40 years. So when we come back from this break, we're going to go to Francine in Brooklyn. We're going to go to New Jersey, to Queens, to our friend Mike in South Carolina and a second call in Brooklyn. We'll be right back.
4: Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio
0: 77 WABC.
5: And we are back on this Friday morning. A number of issues we are discussing. We have on the table porn star Stormy Daniels says she's getting suicide Bomber-style death threats since President Trump was hit with criminal charges. Uh, a a issue we're dealing with uh, literally right now. I'm about to go to Francine in Brooklyn. A TikTok uh, influencer who happens to be transgender has just been picked up by Nike, and uh, she she's a um, now a a front person for a number of uh, products. And also, Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene has some comments about New York City that are not too uh, not too not too nice, describing the city as disgusting, filthy, and repulsive. Francine in Brooklyn, good morning. What's on your mind? Oh, good afternoon. Oh, good. Oh,
9: good even, oh, should I say good morning? Good morning. <laughs> I want to um, I want to uh, commend David for all his comments. Uh, for sticking up for the transgender community, because I think what he had to say was very highly important, and he had no uh, he did not have he did not deserve the comments he w- was given by that gentleman uh transgenders have a right to live their lives, and if she was picked up for an ad, more power to her that 's what I say we 've been in the closet for years hiding okay when I came out in seventy three we were nowhere, okay. So I say I commend her for getting that ad. And if that's just, if, that, if they gave her the ad to do that, more power to her. That's all I have to say.
5: Francine, so answer this question for me uh, because you can give a perspective that I know nothing about. I, I, I think many Americans somewhat feel the the question or 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 when is enough enough in terms of how far this is going and how mainstream it is right now. Is that a fair comment or it's not? It is.
9: I mean, it's about time. As far as, far as I'm concerned, it's about time that transgenders uh, come out and, and get these uh, roles uh, in, in uh, promoting products that they you know, deserve to have. Why? Why? Why not? They're living their lives as a transgender person. Why not? I mean, back in the day, we couldn't get it. we couldn't even get a, a starring role in a movie. Thank God it's happening now. Pose, have you seen the show Pose? It's been on for four seasons. It's no, all I about transgender trans, transgender people. And what, a, what do you know?
5: What network that's on off the top of your head?
9: Pose I, a is look. on. A POSC. is. It was a three-season show about the transgender community, about the ballroom scene, about uh, a couple of transgenders who had the surgery, about. Um, Living their lives as gen- transgender people, I think it's on uh, Netflix and it's also okay. on Hulu okay. and uh, Prime.
5: Uh, so, when, Francine, when you say and speaking as a transgender woman, uh, and and you've you've been a transgender woman for forty years, when you say the ballroom scene, am I missing something here? I, am I, I? I or is that something? Is that a? I I don't understand what that means. The I mean, ballroom, I know what a
9: ballroom is, but go ahead. Well, the, well, the ballroom scene was something that. A lot of transgender people uh, participated in to get trophies. There was like a um, ah, that's right, that's right. Similar to um, Paris is Burning, there was a show called pa- there was a thing a movie called Paris is Burning where a lot of transgender participated in ballroom where they walk down the aisle to get. It's um, like it's like a. It's like a, a what uh model female models would get you know like a, uh, like a Miss America type thing
5: so that's that's big in the transgender community that's what yes, you right.
9: and there was a show based on that called POSE uh, Pose starring um MJ Rodriguez um Dominique uh and a few others and uh, it it was a very very good show it it was it had had high ratings and so i say transgender people have a right to live their lives and if they get a contract uh promoting a bra, why not? if she has breasts why not that's what i say
5: well uh see see francine i i i'm I'm almost scared to say something here because i i don't want to be offensive to the community but from from what I saw uh she did not appear to have uh breasts now i I don't know if that's something that can change i, I Francine, I'm I'm just confused, and 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 it's such a it's such a a hot topic where I'm almost uh afraid to uh to to because I don't want to be offensive. I mean, get, do you understand what I'm trying to say? I don't want to be offensive to the community, and yet I'm trying to represent or or state the opinion of the mainstream. Do you understand what I'm what mm-hmm. I'm trying to say to you?
9: Right, I understand. So I didn't. I really didn't know much about her. but I'm going to have to read up on her on what's going on here. I thought she was a transgender woman who was on hormones for so many years, and or and appeared to have uh, female breasts. Because if you're on hormones, that's what happens. You know, you just can't walk around. You can't even walk if you walk into the men's room with no, with, with, you know, with your breasts hanging out. You probably will be arrested if you're a transgender person. So she has to go somewhere.
5: Right. Hey, you know what Francine and I I won't um I won't, so I, I just got an email from David, and he's accusing me of letting the other caller attack him when, when they were each stating their own opinions, but that's on David. So, what I, I will not, uh, given the sensitivity of the importance of the, the issue of the transgender community, I will not let anyone say anything uh, out of the line to you, but I want you to hold on. I want to go to Lars in Los Angeles, because I want him to say, I have no idea what Lars wants to say right now, but as somebody that's transgender, I want you to respond and then I'll let you go. So please just hold on for a second and let's bring in Lars from Los Angeles right now. Good morning Lars. What's on your mind?
2: Hi Dominic.
5: This is good morning And, and Francine is listening to you live. Who is transgender?
2: My question is directed at Francine. If you are a man who has transitioned to be a woman, do you date straight men or do you date Gay men.
9: I've dated two men, one for uh, six years and one for 13 years. So I've dated th- actually and one for four years. So I've dated three men, a total of six, 13, and four. That's over 25 years. Two have passed away. One I dated uh, on a dating site. He was married, and I broke it off with him. So I've dated three men, all heterosexual.
5: So now, Lars, okay. explain, explain why that's important, the question that you asked.
2: Well, I, it's, I'm, it's just very confusing to me. So here's another question. Here's a follow-up. If you are a straight man and you're dating a trans man, does that make you gay?
5: I, Francine, because I have no idea how to answer that. Do, do you have an answer for that before I let you go?
9: A trans woman is someone who's actually had the surgery and went through the transition.
5: So that, I'm sorry, Francine. Well, go, or, or, well, go ahead, Lars. This, this is going to be it because we got to move on. Go ahead, Lars.
2: Okay. Well, I, I understand that, but there are a lot of men who identify as women who have not had the surgery. Caitlyn Jenner has not had the surgery. That I'm according to a, uh, uh, that according to an interview he gave to a magazine.
9: Mm-hmm.
5: Okay, thank you, Large. Francine. You have the final word before I move on, and we're going to get back to Trump in a second. Go right ahead, okay. Francine.
9: Um, so uh, transgender people, whether they had the surgery or not, if they aden- if they present as a female, they should be considered female. You know, so that that's how I see it. So if trans if Caitlyn Jenner um, presents as a female. And uh, whether she had the surgery or not, some people are not uh, obligated to tell whether they had surgery or not. If they presented as a woman, they should be considered female. That's all I have to say about
5: that. Well, Francine, thank you, and thank you for being so kind to uh, try and answer these questions that I have put to you live, and uh, what callers have put to you live. And I really appreciate you because I really do. I I and and if there are ways that you can help me you know in the future let me know because i i i have to focus on the issue but i don't i do want to bring the sensitivity to the issue that it deserves and without doing anything to to brush any community or attack any community francine thank you and god bless you thank you happy easter Same to you and your family. Okay, you mentioned Easter. So before we go back to the topic of Trump, let's go to Patricia in Brooklyn. Good morning, Patricia. What's on your mind? Hey, Dominic, happy
8: holidays. Same to you. Um, Bless your soul and your family. Dominic, you were talking about, like, how man has to help man. If it weren't for you and WABC, I wouldn't have gotten through this week. So I thank you. You people are just outrageously kind, generous with your warmth, your kindness. You're just incredible. It was a horrible week with this, God forgive us, this stuff with Trump. Very sad, but you got me through it. How can I thank you? I have no words. I wish I did. you're just a wonderful human being, and ABC well, has done so much to so many of us who are out there listening and absorbing everything that you say. That everybody from, you
3: know, even down to your call screener, these people are incredibly nice. So I just wanted are. to say thank you And
8: They are. And,
3: Dominic, and to folks... I'm,
8: Dominic, I'm the idiot that writes you the letters. <laughs>
5: hey, hey, Patricia, I get a lot of letters, but... But okay, so I, I I'll make sure that I um that I highlight your name and and to make sure but I I because I receive a lot of letters and so some people love the stuff that I'm doing, some people don't like it, some people want to correct this and that. But Patricia, no matter what's going on, this is what I want to say to you. No matter what's going on um politically in our country, uh, we we wish the best for each and every one of you. Uh, that's within the sound of my voice. And no matter what we may be all going through on a personal level, I'm not stating that this is right. And I'm not a I'm not a psychologist. But when it comes to our personal lives, uh, I always um, subscribe to to um, the glass is always half full, never half empty. And and this, too, shall pass in terms of our personal lives. And I believe, as a matter of fact, and thank you for the call, Patricia, I do believe that this too shall pass as it relates to this indictment that President Trump is under because he should not be facing this situation. You know, if the man did something wrong, then try him and convict him if he did something serious. But it should warrant the level of, of trying a former president of the United States and it should not appear to be I've got to take a break coming up at 1am Curtis went in for Frank Marano the other side of midnight and uh, when we come back the Chronicles of Dominic Carter and we're going to go to Brooklyn we're going to go to our friend Mike in South Carolina New Jersey, Queens and Boston
4: WABC. These are the Chronicles of Dominic Carter on 77 WABC.
5: And police have made an arrest and recovered a gun from the man accused of shooting the rookie police officer. It's a story that we uh, brought to you. And federal officials joined in and descended on the gunman accused of opening fire on that rookie NYPD officer following a dispute over a city bus seat, the U.S. Marshals uh, Fugitive Task Force, and those guys don't play. Uh, while down at the Southern District, I got to uh, observe them up close, and and it's just interesting, folks, because, you know, uh, some of them look like they, they're they motorcycle guys. Some of them look they, they don't fit the traditional role. And you would never see them coming. And when they come, they're coming for keeps. They play for real. And so this happened. They uh, made the arrest at about 8 p.m. Thursday in a home in the Wakefield section of the Bronx. And police have recovered a gun. But it's not clear whether it was the same weapon used to fire a single shot at the uh, rookie police officer, Brett Bowler. So good news. An arrest has been made. We'll see how this all plays out. Let's return to your telephone calls. Dominic Carter here with you on this Friday morning. We're going to try and get to as many as possible. I'm going to go to Tom in Boston in a moment, but I mentioned Mike in South Carolina. So let's go to Mike first. Good morning, Mike. What's on your mind?
10: Good
0: morning,
5: Dominic. Mike, are you Always with good me? Good, good to morning.
0: Yes. Yeah. Good morning, Dominic. Always good listening to your show. My head is spinning. I was going to talk about Bragg, the DA, Donald Trump, but my head is spinning. Um, you know, I, I like that that conversation the two guys had, GoFundMe and the other one. Listen, uh, people, listen. I'm proud to be happily divorced, heterosexual, a son and a daughter. I don't care if it's L-B-G-T-W-X-Y-Z, uh, that transgender uh, a topic where somebody, uh, not sure the pronoun, killed three nine-year-olds. In a school, and three teachers. That was a mentally disturbed who turned out to be a transgender. I don't care what somebody's definition is. They're a devil when they do that. They're a devil. And I'll leave you with this, Dominic. You got other people, uh, you know, on deck. I'll leave you with this. A couple of weeks ago, I'm listening. I didn't hear the guy's voice, but I heard your response. You give everybody a fair shake on your show. And he called you a racist. Hey, dude. Whatever your name is, I wouldn't urinate on your shoes, man. I wouldn't urinate on your shoes, okay? <laughs> get a life. Simple-minded words and the mouths of simple-minded people, Dominic. That's it
10: for me.
5: Well, Mike, I, I appreciate you, friend. I, I, and I don't think I'll ever hear from yes. Tom uh, again. I think he was a plant. Good. And and some people, you know, they, they think they're going to get under my skin. And, boy, have they're going to learn uh, the hard way that when you come, you better come correct and <laughs> you better have your facts right. Mike, thank you. Thank you for the call and for the support. Appreciate you. Let's go from South Carolina to Boston. Let's say good morning to Tom. Tom, what's on your mind?
10: Hi, Dominic. Another great show. Another great show. Incredible. Thank you. Listen, Tom, uh, you know, Trump Trump owes nothing to New York. New York owes something to Trump. Trump did the skating rink. He created many jobs in New York. He's, he's done so much charitable work. The Hit Grand Hyatt Atlanta. Hotel. Exactly. He's he's great. And Dominic, this is this is a this is a unique show you have tonight. You talk to God. You know that. You talk to God.
5: Well, when when you say that, Tom, what do you mean?
10: Uh, here's what I mean. You talk to Francine. She's God, because you know God created man and woman, and if Francine can say. She's a man one day or a woman. You talk to God. That's all I have to say. Thank okay, you, Dominic, well, for all you do.
5: Okay, thank you, Tom. I appreciate your call. We're taking your calls up until the top of the hour. Curtis Lee is prancing back and forth, all ready to go. God only knows what type of show we're going to have this morning at 1 a.m. once Curtis starts. But let's begin with, let's go to Stu. Stu in Brooklyn. Good morning, Stu. What's on your mind?
11: Hey, good morning, Dominic. Uh, Dominic uh, Waterstone, which is now part of Barnes & Noble, just has selected the uh, 2023 Children's Book of the Year, and it is called My Team Training Misadventure. Now, when you unpack that, the reason behind it, I think, is very interesting. Are they trying to convert all these children into transgenders? No, they're interested in selling books. The guy who wrote the book is a star on TikTok. He's a superstar. He happens to be a very funny, interesting guy. But the idea of peddling to children, in this case, is only about money. It's not about uh, trying to go after kids, which is where most people draw the line. Uh, At 86, I believe in live and let live like most people. But when it comes to trying to get into the heads of kids, we're not old enough to make a mature judgment about cutting off body parts, that's when you uh, have uh, hit a danger zone as far as I and nearly everyone I know is concerned.
5: Now, Stu, did you say you're 86? Yes. Wow, I can only hope to have it together as much as you do, Stu, if, I, if I'm lucky enough to hit 86. So thank you, Stu, and you have a, a wonderful, wonderful morning. Let's go to uh, Tony in New Jersey. Good morning, Tony. What's on your
3: mind? Hey, Dominic. I wanted to comment on Marjorie Taylor Green, and I just wanted to say if I could send a message over the airwaves. Marjorie Taylor Green, we love you. We're very happy that you came to New York City. But please be easy on us. Our city has been through a lot since COVID. We want you to feel comfortable when you come here. We ask also, too, that you take a buddy with you. I know you came with Congressman George Santos. But I would suggest, just as a girlfriend, to please bring someone like Nicole Meliotakis with you. And we want you to be safe. But just bear with us. We're trying to get our city back. And we wish you all the best. Please give New York another chance.
5: Well, Tony, you know, it's interesting because, like like I said at the top of the show, she is, uh, that is Congresswoman uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene, she is a bit unorthodox, right? But it's just something that's, uh, that's refreshing to me that she's willing to put it all on the line and call a spade a spade. And if you don't like it, too damn bad. And I just find that refreshing. I, I don't like what she said. Uh, about New York because I really feel uh maybe because I'm a New Yorker I really feel that we residents of the tri-state area are the only ones that can call our city if you will disgusting filthy and repulsive as she did but you know maybe maybe it's a maybe it's a a home court thing with me uh because at the end of the day uh to a degree she was right to a degree I'm not going to say 100% to a degree but I think that's for us to call tony do do you agree with me? or you disagree there?
3: I do, and I did I left her a message, of course, I couldn't get through to her because I do like to reach out to different Congress people and senators, and I told her that you know we really want her to be safe when she comes here, but to be easy on us. We take pride in our city, and it's been through quite a bit. And I'm hoping it's received well. But please don't, I didn't tell her, but please don't take George Santos as your, as your traveling partner. <laughs>
5: <laughs> Tony, uh, thank you for the call, and, and I'm wishing you a wonderful weekend to you and your family. Thank you very much for the call. Let's go from New Jersey to Brooklyn. Let's say good morning to Jimmy. Jimmy, what's on your mind?
12: Yes, if I decide one day that I'm a bird, could I make myself uh, get – could I get surgery, uh, taxpayer surgery to sew feathers on me and to put a beak on my face? No, they would give me mental help. Now, most people, me too, think most people, whatever they want is their business. But when you go after the children – so in the schools, they're teaching children 60 genders, but there's nothing in there telling children you could be yourself. You could be a normal boy who loves a normal girl. That doesn't seem to be an option. So there's a difference between the person who's just living their life, which is maybe not the, the, the usual way, but there's the radicals among them, like every group has their radicals, that push it to the extreme. You could destroy a society. You have people now in school being taught to hate America to hate if they're white or to hate white people. They're taught to hate Christianity. they taught the different sex. Could you imagine two decades later what this would be? We could be destroyed. Our enemies overseas are laughing at us. And this movement now is creating the opinion around the world that America is so LGBT friendly. All over the world, people of that persuasion would try to be coming here. The Muslim world. That it's, they got the whole world thinking we're falling apart. Well, we're not just falling apart. We're being taken apart. It's a movement. I mean, some people – I know people that did drugs for decades, and they seem to manage with it. Now, if you use that as, as the symbol of you could live successfully and take drugs for 30 years, that's going to make more people accept it. But that's, that, that's not the norm. So the idea, like some of the callers call up saying they've been transgender for decades and, you know, everything was okay, mm-hmm. that's – that's you don't want everybody being like this. A kid could be persuaded, and then you get all these people that go through – a lot of people will go through the surgery, and they wish they didn't. Now, in the past, people tried to change people's mind, to force their mind to change. It could be a homosexual or whatever. That's a tough thing to do. But it doesn't make sense. Well, if a guy thinks he's he's a bird, you're gonna give him certain look, I think I'm Elvis Presley. Should the government okay. not give me hair transplants and stuff like that? Okay, this? but but
5: but wait, but but wait, but wait, Jimmy. So to say if you want to be a bird, you know, the the analogy that you use, I, I, I guess if I were uh, transgender I would be offended at that because it's minimizing a cause that's important to me. What I want to ask of you, Jimmy, before I go to Phyllis yeah. and Queens, is what What if, now you may say you never wouldn't, but you, you can never say never. What what if you had a, a daughter yourself that was uh, wanted to be a, a transgender man or if you had a son that wanted to be a transgender woman? Do you think you would still have the sentiment you just expressed to me?
12: Probably, I would be torn apart, but I would still love my kid if if, if that ever happened. Look, this is a tough situation, but the radicals are making people that don't support it being more angry at them. Like, they're ginning up both sides. It's not live and let live. It's like, you better accept me. Look, there's a lot of violence among these people. too. I used to work with ex-convicts. I know something about what goes on in the prisons. A lot of these people are are very violent, but then when they hurt each other, they claim they were abused because of their sexual orientation. A lot of times they fight among themselves. Look, I wish the world would be peaceful and everybody lives happily and peacefully. Most people just want to live their lives. But you start messing with children. This is nationwide, all over the country. They're pushing. They're pretty much forcing people to accept it, not tolerate it, but to accept it promote it and honor it that's 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 people looking for trouble.
5: I, 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 I hear you, Jimmy. Thank you for the call. I just want to go to Phyllis real quick because I'm down to about 45 seconds here. Phyllis, go right ahead. Well, What's on your you, mind?
3: Thank you so much, Jim Dominic. I wish you a happy holiday. And all the listeners, I just wanted to point out it's Passover. And on Passover when my family was alive, we'd always sit around the table and talk about freedom. And they'd say how grateful they were to come to this country leaving Nazi Austria. And I see many parallels of what they experienced is what we're happening now. And I want to stand up for freedom like they taught me. And I'm scared. I don't know how to do it. All of you, help me figure it out,
5: please. Well, Phyllis, thank you. Uh, Thank you for the call. I'll have to respond to this on Monday because I'm completely out of time. Folks, you want to keep it right there. The man himself is standing by all excited and ready to go. Curtis Lewa in for Frank Marano. Have a great weekend. Right now, news headlines with Alex Barnard.